morning the lord will do the impossible in your life shout hallelujah i want us to open our mouth and begin to worship the name of the lord let's begin to give him praise let's give him honor let's give him adoration he is the king of kings he is the lord of lords ancient of days we worship you we magnify your name for making it possible for us to see this beautiful day. The Bible said this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we worship you. Lord, we give you all the praise. Lord, we give you all the glory. Lord, we give you all the adoration this beautiful morning. Blessed be your name. We thank you for keeping us alive to witness this beautiful day. We thank you for every members of our family. We thank you for our children. We even thank you for our nation. We thank you for our leaders. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the mighty name of Jesus for what you have done for us and for what you intend to do for us again. Lord, be glorified and be exalted in Jesus' mighty name. We have worshipped. I want us to go before God to go and ask for his mercy. We are going to open our mouth and say, Lord, I'm here again at your presence this morning. Be merciful unto me. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, do something new, do something marvelous. In the mighty name of Jesus, 
by your mercy, O God, let the heavens be opened unto me this morning. And let there be a pony of your power. Let there be a pony of your grace. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, visit with us this morning and come and do the impossible. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, let our life go from strength to strength and from glory to glory. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father Lord, this morning, by the power and the blood of Jesus, let me be purged and be cleansed. In the name of Jesus, let every defilement in my spirit, soul, and body be removed. By the power and the blood of Jesus, Lord, sanctify me. Lord, purify me. In the name of Jesus, let every marks of the enemy upon my life be removed. In the name of Jesus, Lord, sanctify each and every one of us this morning. In the name of Jesus, by the power and the blood of Jesus, we cancel every agenda of the enemy against the journey of this month. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let your blood cleanse us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to open our mouth. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I continue the journey of this month, let every mountain melt before me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, command every mountain to melt. Every mountain in the month of September, I command it to melt. In the name of Jesus, mountains of affliction, mountains of sickness, mountains of, of problems, I command it to melt. In the name of Jesus, Command every mountain to melt. Eleke pedelikaba, masunda, aikoba sapajudika polia. Mountains that want to stop our progress in this month, we command you to melt. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I declare over your life that in this month of September, mountain will melt before you. In the name of Jesus, whatsoever the enemy wants to use to stop you, God will crush it. In the name of Jesus. In this month, you will go from strength to strength, from glory to glory, in the name of Jesus. Nothing will stop your progress, in the name of Jesus. I said nothing will stop your progress, in the mighty name of Jesus. It is done, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout, hallelujah. This morning, by the grace of God, I want to just exhort us very briefly. From the word of God, we are going to be studying from the book of Jonah, chapter 1. Uh, this could turn out to be a series, uh, depending on the direction God is giving to us. But we are just going to do a, a, a short exhortation from the book of Jonah, chapter 1. It's going to be very short, I promise you, uh, so that we can have more time to pray. Jonah, chapter 1, and I'm going to be reading from verse 1 to 3. Jonah chapter 1, from verse 1 to 3. The Bible says, Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Hamittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tashish, from the presence of the Lord, and went down to Joppa. And he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fear thereof, and went down into it, to go with them unto Tarshish, from the presence 
of the Lord. Uh, this morning, I just want to exhort us on what I have titled, what I need to do with my life's assignment. What I need to do with my life's assignment, or you can call it my life uh, mission, or you can call it my life's vision. What I need to do with my life's assignment. I want us to know that we all have an assignment. There is an assignment that God has given to us. There is something that God has called us to do. After we become born again, after we are saved, and we have to remember that, that we are not just saved so that we can die and just go to heaven. There is an assignment that God has called us to do, which we must fulfill if we want to get reward in heaven. The book of uh, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, Paul speaking, he said, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. Look at that. We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. That good works is talking about our mission or our assignment. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. There is something in the mind of God when God have us saved. There is something in the mind of God when God make us to be born into this world. And that was why Jesus Christ, you know, when he was speaking to his disciples in John 17 verse 18, he told them, he said, even as my father has sent me into this world, even so I have also sent them into the world. This was Jesus speaking. He said, the same way God sent him to this world, you know, to fulfill a mission, and the mission was to come and die for sinners. He said, that is also the way he has sent his disciples. And when he came again in John 20, verse 21, this was after he died and he rose, rose up again the third day. The Bible says, when he came up again to, to reveal himself to the disciples, you know, the, the, the disciples... They were actually in a closed door. They were in a closed door. And Jesus, you know, he went through the wall to get into where they were. And look at John, John 20 verse 21. Then said Jesus to them again. Look at that. He said it again. Peace be unto you. As my father has sent me, even so send I you. So I want us to know that there is an assignment there is something that God has called us to do and we have to be aware of it and we have to do it. But from this passage of scripture we are about to study this morning, we find out that the word of the Lord came unto Jonah. And Jonah, instead of obeying what God has called him to do, decided to do otherwise. The Bible says God told him and said, Jonah, I'm sending you to Nineveh. And I want you to go and cry against that city because their wickedness has come up unto me. But Jonah decided that he was not going to go. Now, so many there are there are there are so many thoughts about this book of Jonah. Uh, but I want us to know that number one, Jonah actually lived. This is not just a fable. Jonah actually lived. According to 2 Kings chapter 14, verse 25. The Bible says, He restored the territory of Israel from the entrance of Amat to the sea of the Arabah, according to the word of the Lord, God of Israel, 
which he has spoken through his servant Jonah, the son of Amittai, the prophet who was from Gat Epha. So Jonah actually lived. And in the past, this man has prophesied before. And that prophecy came to pass. So he's not just somebody that was called out of the blue. He actually lived. Then number two, Jonah was swallowed up by the whale. This was not a fable. This was not a fallacy. It's, it was something that happened. A whale swallowed him up. Then number three, Jonah was vomited out alive. You know, God commanded the fish to vomit him out. And that fish vomited him out alive. Then number four, we are still going to be, you know, studying more on this. Jonah eventually went to Nineveh, the city where God originally asked him to go, that he refused to go. You know, Jonah eventually went there and he preached the word of God unto them. And then number, number five, Jonah, the people of Nineveh repented at the preachings of Jonah. The people of Nineveh, they repented when Jonah preached to them. What a, what a powerful uh, man of God that when Jonah preached, the Bible makes us to understand that everybody from the small to the greatest in that city, they came to God. They repented from their sin and they even proclaimed a fast. They proclaimed a fast for all the cities of that country. They even asked their animals to fast to let us know the kind of revival that Jonah brought upon the city of Nineveh. So this is a story that actually happened. And that was why Jesus Christ also mentioned some things about Jonah. For example, in Luke chapter 9, verse 60. Luke chapter 9, verse 60. I mean, sorry, Luke, I mean, sorry, the book of Matthew, rather. Matthew chapter 12, verse 39. You know, Jesus Christ said, uh, he was talking to some particular uh, uh, city, and he said, if they don't repent, no sign will be given to that city except the sign that was given to Jonah. You know, that was what Jesus Christ told them. He said, he said, if you don't repent, you know, the only sign that you are going to receive is the same sign that was given to Jonah during the time of Jonah. And there was another time in Matthew chapter 12, you know, when Jesus Christ was talking about how Jonah entered into the whales. And he said, he said, the same way Jonah spent three days in the in the belly of the whale, that is how the Son of Man will also died, and then on the third day he will resurrect. So he, he, he compared his death and burial and resurrection to what happened to Jonah, because Jonah did not. Jonah eventually was, you know, he was was though he was swallowed up by the whale, but he was eventually being vomited out. And that was what Jesus Christ was making an analogy about. He said the same way Jonah spent three days and, you know, he came out alive. That was the same way he's going to die and buried and then he's going to resurrect. So this was a real story. Now, there are three things I want to share with us and then we'll go and pray as we uh, uh, continue this morning. Number one, this is going to take us some time. Uh, you know, to go through the whole chapter, but we are going to take our time. Number one, when it comes to our assignment, I want us to understand this, that our assignment comes from God's word. Our assignment comes from God's word. The book of Jonah chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible says, Now the word of the Lord, look at that, the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Hamittite, saying, so I want us to know that our assignment comes 
from the word of God. It could be a direct word spoken to us, or it could be a, a written word from the from the Bible, or it could be a word that God sent maybe a prophet or an evangelist or a pastor to come and deliver to us about what he wants us to do. But one thing I want us to know is that the assignment, the vision, the mission that God has given to us usually come through the word of God. And that's why we need to keep ourselves in the word of God. We need to keep studying the word of God. We need to keep reading the word of God. We cannot separate ourselves from the word of God. If we want to understand, if we want to discover our mission on earth, if we want to discover the reason why God has called us into this world, or even if we want to discover the reason why we are where we are right now, where we are working, where we are working, you know, the reason why we, we have the kind of why we have, the kind of husband, the wife, the, the, the reason why we are living in the city where we are living right now, we need to study the Word of God because the more we study the Word of God, the more we understand and discover the mission of God for our life. The Word of God is the is the template. It's what gives us access to understanding our life mission or our assignment on hearts. So I want us to register that in our mind. And several times, you know, from that book of Jonah, several times you will see the word of God, the word of God be mentioned. For example, in Jonah chapter 1, verse 3, verse 3, look at what the Bible says again. Jonah chapter 1, verse 3, uh, the Bible says, uh, Jonah 1, verse 3, But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord and went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fear thereof and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. And if you go to Jonah chapter, uh, Jonah, I believe Jonah chapter 3 verse 1, you will see what the Bible says again. And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time. Look at that. The word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time because it is the word of God that actually revealed to us the mind of God about our life vision or about our life mission and that was why in the book of joshua chapter one joshua chapter one you know the bible says this book of the law that is joshua one verse eight this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth but you shall meditate in it day and night for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and thou shalt have good success when you meditate on the word of god when you do it you know, it will be a guide for you about your life mission. The book of Psalm 1 from verse 1, the Bible says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in, in the way of sinners, nor seated in the way of the scornful, but his delight is in the word of the Lord. Can you see that? His delight is in the law of the Lord or in the word of God. And in his law does he meditate day and night. So the word of God give us uh, access to understanding our life mission or our assignment. Then number two, the second point I want to mention is that when it comes to our life mission or our assignment on that, it's going to take or demand faith from us. It is going to take faith. And I want us to know this. Most of the time when God asks us to do something, it is something that will require us to believe him for. It, it will always demand our faith for us to fulfill it. There's no assignment, there's no mission, there's nothing God has called us to do that will not require our faith. For us to do what God has called us to do, it will require our faith. Because most of the time, what God asks us to do is something bigger than us. 
is something you know something more than us it is something more than more than our own mission our own ambition so it's something more it's something bigger you know it, it's something that will be so big that it will demand our faith in god to be able to do it i want us to know that and that was why that book of jonah chapter 1 verse 2 the bible may call to understand that you know after god talked to talk to jonah you know jonah actually flee you know he didn't want to do it <laughs> He didn't want to do it. He, he, he tried to escape it. He tried to flee from the presence of God. And that was why he tried to go to, 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 to Joppa, you know, because he was afraid. He didn't want to do that. He didn't want to do what God has called him to do. But one thing I want us to know is that for us to do what God has called us to do, it will demand our faith. The book of Jonah chapter 1 verse 2. The Bible says, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it. For their wickedness is come up before me. Look at that. But Jonah rose up. Look at verse 3 now. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Because Jonah was afraid. That was why he ran. He didn't have faith in God that has called him. And there are, there are, there are so many other reasons why Jonah ran. And, and one of the, the other reason was because one, the city of Nineveh was a city of the Gentiles. You know, it was a city that was one of the major enemies of, of the Israelites. And several times they have fought against Israel. They have taken them captive. They have taken them as, uh, you know, as, as, as slave and things like that. And Jonah was not ready to go and preach to the city that was one of their major enemies. You know, it's just like God calling you to go to Afghanistan right now. You know, we know the situation of things in Afghanistan. And then God is asking you to go and, 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 and for, for a mission, a mission trip to Afghanistan. You know, if you don't have faith, you, you may want to reject that call. And that was the situation Jonah was. He didn't want to go because the, the people that live in Nineveh, they were wicked people. And that was why the Bible says their wickedness has come unto me. You know, they were wicked, they, they, they don't believe in God, they, they, they are not righteous, they were always, they, they were sinners, and Jonah did not want to get involved with them, because they were also Gentiles. You know, as a Jew, Jews don't want to do anything with the Gentiles, and Jonah was not ready to go. But I want us to know that if we are going to achieve anything that God has asked us to do in this world, it will demand our faith. No wonder the book of Hebrew chapter 11, Hebrew chapter 11 verse uh, 6, the Bible says, But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Even the same thing with Abraham, you know, when God called, called him in Genesis chapter 12, from, from verse 1, you know, God just appeared to him one day and said, Abraham, I want you to get out of your father's house, you know, get out from your country, get out from your kindred and from your father's house, unto a land that I will show you. And look at verse 2, Genesis 12, verse 2, and I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and cause him that cause thee, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Look at verse 4, so Abraham departed. As the Lord has spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he departed out of Aran. But I want us to know that the step of faith that Abraham took, you know, that step that Abraham took, it was a step of faith. It wasn't just something that he just did. 
you know, out of the blue. It was because he believed in God. He believed in God. That's why the book of Hebrew chapter 11 verse 8, the Bible says, by faith. Look at that. By faith. So Abraham did it by faith. When God called him to leave his father's house, to leave his kindred, to leave his country, it was by faith that Abraham departed. Look at Hebrew 11 verse 8. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for inheritance, obeyed. Look at that. And he went out, not knowing where he went. Look at that. He went out, not knowing where he was going. So it was a step of faith. So what I'm telling us is that whatever God has called us to do, it will demand our faith. Let me give us one more point and then we'll go and pray. Then when it comes to our life uh, mission, when it comes to our life, life mission, sometimes our life mission or our assignment is to help others. Somehow, it is to help others. Our life mission or our life assignment, somehow, it will help others. It will help others. That book of Jonah chapter 1 verse 2, you know, God told uh, Jonah, he said, The wickedness of the city of Nineveh has come unto me. And I want you to, I'm sending you there to go and cry out against it. Because God is about to help that city. God wants to deliver that city. And God didn't want to just destroy them. Because the God we serve is a patient God. And that was why he was ready to send his servant to go to that city and warn them so that they will not die in their sin. And I want us to know that that's the same thing God is doing today. You know, and that, that's why God is sending us out into the world to warn the world so that they will not die in their sin. It is not the will of God that any should perish. It's not the will of God that any sinner should go to hell. In fact, hell was not prepared for any of us as believers. Hell was prepared for the devil and the devil alone. But as many that will not obey God, as many that will not yield to him, they may end up there. But that's not the will of God. That's not the will of God. The book of 2 Peter chapter, chapter 3 verse 9. Look at what the Bible says. 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 9. The Bible says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering towards us. Look at that. Is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So for what for, for, for what God was about to do for that city of Nineveh, you know, God wanted to get uh, Prophet Jonah involved. And that was why God sent him because this mission that God has given to Jonah will help others. It will help others. Now I want us to register this because so that we will not become selfish. You know, whatever God has called us to do is to help others. Is to help others. Is to help others. The book of Nehemiah chapter 9. Nehemiah chapter 9, uh, the, the Bible talks about the mercy of the Lord. Ne Nehemiah chapter 9, Nehemiah, let me read it to us. Uh, Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 17. Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 17. Look at what, look at what, the, Bible, look at what the Bible says. Uh, the Bible says, and, and, they, and they refused to obey, neither were mindful of thy wonders that thou did among them, but hardened their necks, and in their rebellion appointed a captive to return to their bondage. But thou art a God, look at that, ready to pardon. I want you to note that. But you are a God ready to pardon, gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and forsakest them not. Even though when these people of Israel, when they wanted to return to Egypt, God was still merciful to them. He didn't forsake them. 
And that was why they spent 40 years in the wilderness. And one of the reasons why they spent that 40 years was because God wanted them to clear out Egypt out of their mind. So that by the time they get to the promised land, they will not even be thinking about Egypt again. Because they were still thinking of Egypt. There was still Egyptian thought, Egyptian ways of life in them. God wanted to wash it off. So that when they get to the promised land, they will be a new people unto him. And, be, and he did it because of his mercy. He did it because of his love. So I want us to understand that our life mission or our assignment is to help others. We must allow God to help us, I mean to use us to help others, to, to, to preach to sinners for them to be saved, you know, to help others who are in trouble, to help others who need our assistance, who need our help. And as we do so, God will help us in Jesus' name. I want us to go and pray. We are going to open our mouth this morning and cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, give me the grace to fulfill my life mission. I want us to know that one of the reasons why God has given, given us into this world or allow us to be where we are is so that we can be a problem solver. So that we can be somebody that will solve problems for others, somebody that will put smile, you know, on the on the on the on the on the face of others who are crying, so that we can be a solution to people's problems. So we are going to cry unto God and say, Father Lord, the grace to fulfill my life mission, the grace to fulfill my assignment, Lord, give unto me this morning. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth and begin to pray. Let's ask God to give us the grace, the grace to fulfill our life mission, the grace to fulfill our assignment. I want us to pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, give unto me that grace in the mighty name of Jesus. Give unto us that grace in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to open our mouth and say, Father, Lord, help me to discover my life mission. And I told us for us to discover it, we can get to know about it from the word of God. Word of God. Even as we are talking about it this morning, so God is speaking to somebody about what he has called him or her to do. This is a reminder to you. Don't just listen and do nothing. You know, the word of God, it could be true messages we listen to. It could be direct word from God. It could be the word that we read from the word of God or from the Bible. But I want us to open our mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, help me to discover my life assignment or my life mission from your word. Open my eyes, open my understanding to it. Help me to discover it. In the mighty name of Jesus, help me to discover. I want us to open our mouth. Let's pray that prayer that God will help us to discover our life mission. To discover it and to work on it. In the mighty name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's cry unto God. Lord, we ask that you will help us to discover. Even our children, help them to discover your life mission for them. In the mighty name of Jesus. And give them the grace to follow through. In Jesus' mighty name name we have prayed i told us that our life mission it will require us to 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 have faith in god have faith anything anytime god asks us to do anything for him it will demand our faith it will demand our faith i want us to open our mouth we are going to cry unto god and say father in the name of jesus give me the faith i need to fulfill my life mission the faith the faith that i need to fulfill my life assignment lord grant unto me this morning in the name of jesus because most of the time what god what, what god asks us to do it may be it may be so big you know it may even be difficult it may be a difficult task but we need faith to be able to do it i want us to open our mouth and say father lord i receive faith increase my faith the faith that i need to do my life mission lord give unto me in jesus mighty name we have 
prayed. And I want us to pray two more prayer points before we round up. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, what you have called me to do, give me the power to do it. The power. We need power because we are going to face opposition while doing it. Do you know when, Ab- when Abraham was called to go out, the, 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 the next thing that happened when Abraham got to that uh, place that God has asked him to go, uh, the Bible said there was famine. That's in Genesis chapter 12. There was famine. You know, even though God was the one that told him to go there, but immediately he landed there, there was famine. And because Abraham could not wait on God, Abraham had to leave that land to go to Egypt. I want us to pray for the power, the power to fulfill our life mission because of opposition that we are going to face, because of difficulty we are going to, we are going to face. But when God releases power upon us, when God infuses us with power, it will help us to stand against opposition. It will help us to stand against any opponent or any power that may want to stop us. So I want us to open our mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, the power that I need to fulfill my life mission. Lord, give unto me this morning. In the name of Jesus, let me be empowered to fulfill my life mission, to fulfill my life assignment. In the name of Jesus, Lord, empower us, O God, by your Spirit to fulfill our life mission. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, I want us to pray a prayer from that book of Jonah chapter 2. I mean, Jonah chapter 1 verse 2. You know, the Bible says, God, the word of God came unto Jonah uh, and said, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. Now, I want to pray against wickedness. God is angry with wickedness. God is not happy with wickedness. And anytime the enemy rise up, you know, to, to, to perpetuate wickedness against his children. God is not happy about it. So we are going to open our mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, in my own life, put an end to wickedness of the wicked. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray that prayer. Lord, put an end to every wickedness of the wicked. In my career, in my business, put an end. Terminate the wickedness of the wicked. Lord, terminate every wickedness of the wicked. In the name of Jesus, terminate it this morning. In our lives, in our business, in our career. Father Lord, terminate the wickedness of the wicked. In the name of Jesus, put an end to the wickedness of the wicked. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you because we know that you have answered us. Lord, we ask that you will terminate the wickedness of the wicked. In our lives, in our homes, in our career. In the name of Jesus Christ, it is done. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed.